Okay, I am recording. Wait, yes, I am recording now. Yeah, I just hit record as well. So. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, I feel like I just heard myself say something, but I didn't say anything. You did say something. (laughs) No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Oh. (laughs) I didn't. Hold on. I'm such an idiot. (laughs) Yes, I know that. Uh, Hang on. (laughs) So, yes. Okay. It was, I did not silence my other track. (laughs) It's like me from before. (laughs) You're such a... Welcome into the Waves of Sound Pod <laughs> podcast, <laughs> where our brains don't function correctly. <laughs> if you guys need a jingle, hire Lance. Oh yeah, oh or voiceover, you know. Ooh. Oh, it's a sunny day here in Marina del Rey, California. Don't know about Phoenix, Arizona, but you look like you're a little doom and gloom in that room today, Chris. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, there's no sunlight coming in. Mm, clearly, barely. Dude, it's it's hot. It is extremely hot. I got in my car th- today, and I go to put my sunglasses on my face. Nope, bad idea. That shit burns. Your black sunglasses me so bad. I'm gonna they, assume. Uh, no, they're uh, yeah, they're turtle shell. <laughs> in a half shell. Tur- tur- turtles in a half shell. Come on, no, man. No, but I went to uh, Ryan's house, Ryan Driscoll, and he has he has a uh, turtles. Yeah, he does. There was a, there, there was a wait, video wait, shoot. Wait, a video oh, okay. shoot. It's like, yeah. did you guys become best friends when I left? <laughs> no, no, no. Video shoot, and uh, he was showing off his uh, desert tortoise. Tortoise. Yes, they're going to get really big. Tortoise? Yeah, really big, and they like to dig, too, apparently. Oh, I don't think I knew that about them. Yeah, uh, I follow someone. I don't personally know on Instagram, and they have one. I bet you follow a like few crazy. people, you creep. You know, you know, I creep. I don't just have binoculars for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> what's up, man? How are yeah, you? I'm great, dude. Great. Ooh, you may hear. Do you hear my AC? I think it just kicked in. I forgot I had it on. Myself. No, but I'm I'm looking at your sexy uh, Apple TV wall screen paper thing. Oh, that's, I know. I don't even have to look at that one. That one's Hong Kong in the back. Yeah, that one's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I like when they update them. Right? And I thought that off the bat, like, why don't they give an option where you can, like, tell where it is? Cause they, I think that was, they like, do. a recent you, update. You, they added t- that if you t- Oh, right. Okay. I was like, like this is awesome. know, if you touch your remote. But was yeah. it always like that? No, it wasn't. See, that's what I'm saying. I didn't think it was. Yeah. But, yeah. Good. I'm good. A, I have Unsolved Mysteries on in the background. Billy right said now. he watched Murder Mystery on Netflix the other day and said it was stupid funny. I don't know. I don't know. Murder mystery. It's a new Netflix film with Jennifer, An- Jen Ann, and uh, Adam Sandler. Dude, this is unsolved mysteries. I- this is like childhood. <laughs> this is this is perfect. Just Robert Stack fucking giving me the creeps. <laughs> oh, now I know where Maybe you got you it from. Can help solve these mysteries. <laughs> I'm telling Wait, you, was dude, that the one? I was where like, he's like by the light, like the la- the light post. Yeah, he's always walking around yeah. in like his duster. <laughs> yeah, yes. super creep. But I'm telling you, uh, I was I was like, I've been watching this stuff for the last few days because uh, I have Pluto TV, which is just an app that has like all these stations. Yeah, and they have a 24 hour Unsolved Mysteries channel. And so I was watching it the other night just to see if like you were two- they were getting hot on your tail. 
that why you watch it? <laughs> no. I was watching it. I was like two hours into a binge. Uh, I was a little uh, inebriated. And <laughs> so out of nowhere. Binge on multiple s- levels, I see. Yes. <laughs> somebody starts tapping on my fucking window. Mm. And it's like 1130 at night. And someone's like lightly knocking and tapping on my window. And I look at my dog like, what the fuck? Are you going to let them do that? <laughs> and she's looking at me like, are you going to get the door? And I'm like, no way. And I, it just freaked me out. I was like, You didn't even I go cannot. see what it was? No, fuck no. 11.30, tapping on a window? No, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. The, but the moment the, they just stopped. The moment you bang on the window, it's a different story. But I just, I, I was scared. Just, they just, <laughs> you have a giant dog that will fuck anybody up. I know, but she wasn't barking. <laughs> <laughs> like she would welcome so, whatever it was in. No, like she's usually barking at everything and everybody, but she just looked at me and looked at the door and was like, nope, nope, not going to do it. And so I went to my other window to look out to see if I can get a shot of them. I did not recognize that person at all. I didn't know you had a gun. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) I do, actually. (laughs) Anyway, that's weird. So you couldn't see them? Barely. Didn't recognize them from from what I did see. Oh. Turns out it was my fucking neighbor trying to tell me that he found a credit card and he didn't know who it belonged to. And I'm like, dude, so that's the you way fucking... you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause he did it again the next day in the middle of the day. And what? I was like, dude, can you just knock on my door instead of being a fucking creep? And he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't want to disturb you. I'm like, what? So you want to get my attention, but without yeah, getting my like, attention. How about you go, go fuck away, yourself? dude, go away. Yeah. So Put, I put a beer in this cooler so I didn't have to get up while we were talking. You're so stupid. <laughs> I was just going to ask, what the hell did you grab? What was it? Yeah. I, th- I kind of, thought it was what clever. Kind of, what kind of beer? Um, it's the last of my Firestone. It's nice. the uh, Luponic Distortion IPA series number 12. I think I've had that before. It's pretty good. I just had a Sea yep. Hops. Both are pretty good. Thick. Both are pretty Thick. good. I am uh, sipping on my LaCroix bullshit and mm. uh, Starbucks cold brew. Ew. It's a weird combo. It's not, though, because I was kind of tired. So I In the same energy, glass? I wanted water. No. <laughs> it's like your weird cocktail. Although, hmm, you might have something there. I guess it would depend on the LaCroix. Berry, dog. It's the only <laughs> one that matters. I don't know how. Oh, uh, maybe with cold brew, that might be good. Key lime would taste it, like shit. It, it would. It would not <laughs> be good at all. <laughs> not at all. So, um, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to let it be awkward. <laughs> I miss you, man. I, miss you I too. We say that every freaking episode, but shit, man, I haven't seen you in the flesh in a long time. <laughs> I was just hearing it, hearing you say that in your creeper, like. I haven't seen your flesh in a long time. <laughs> I know, but we're working on something that, I mean, yes, I will be actually uh, off the air. I have more to talk oh, sweet. To you about okay. regarding that well, project. So pretty stoked. No but yes, lots of music to talk about. I know we both said that we, do. we texted each other like, holy shit. This last week alone has been kind of crazy as far as Nuts. releases go. This year has been, I had to like go back and start making a list so when we do our yes, <laughs> famous I have, I have top sep- ten, <laughs> yes. like, I gotta remember I, all these. 
I jokingly mentioned to you that I thought we should do like a top. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> first uh, half of the year, six months. Yeah, but I'm serious. Like that might actually end up happening because there's just so. Maybe we'll do much. like a five, like a top five. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know sure. anything because I I don't know how I'm going to uh, do at you know <laughs> at the end of the year. It's just it's a lot. Insane. It's Great a lot. But yeah, especially this past week, been a lot of stuff going on. So I'm totally good to just dive right into it if you'd like. So, yeah, this first one I think was released, uh, what, two weeks ago, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't released last week, but this is uh, Pelican's new record. Which we've um, talked about two singles. They were kind of yes. interesting the way they released yeah, them. So, Nighttime Stories, uh, first album in, I believe, six years. Uh, I en- I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, I think the first half, maybe because of the two singles were in the very first half yeah. of the record, I found the first half to be slightly not as entertaining as the second half. Like the second half really opened up. It got s- extremely strange with that song. Uh, it stared at. Me. Oh my god! Like I felt yes. like that was like such a yes. weird vibe. But I, I love also that. felt it's one of my like favorite ones though. It pulled. They pulled off that vibe so well. This whole um, album, was, I just got a sense of like Western post rock. Like interesting, like very desert. Yes, like, but like almost like saloony. Like I was almost in Red Dead, just riding my horse around a bunch, oh, and like man. you know what I mean. Yeah. And like maybe getting into yeah. a gunfight or two. Like I don't, I, mean, I don't I know. Like that's just like I don't know. That's the kind of the vibe I, I have. But I love it. I, I think they pulled it off. They pulled. That yeah, vibe I haven't off. played Red Dead or Dead whatever the fuck that game is, but I kind of get the vibe you're talking about for sure. Um, and then it carries into the title track. Uh, I think that actually might be definitely the heavi- heaviest song on the record, Nighttime Stories. Wait, but is that the one that sounds like super Russian circles? There was one. Me, I don't I know. I think there's one on the know. back nine that really made me think like, not like a, I don't know. I think that is the one. It's just like. I'm not sure, but it got heavy, man. That's what like, I mean. Like those, It's very like Russian circles chuggy. I felt like it was heavier than that. Oh. Like. I, I almost wanted to say that it was the, the heaviest song they've possibly written in, in their catalog. I'd have to go back and check, but dude, this one gets pretty man, fucking rocking at the end. This song, yeah. So we're right now we're playing Full Moon, Black uh, Black Water, which is the last track on the on the record. And I would say that this is this was a great payoff. Like, yes. Oh my gosh, the way they mix the, the bookends of this album were great. I like, I love WST, which is the first track. Yeah, I thought yeah, that, and that was nice really that they well. opened up with. Yeah, they opened up with that acoustic track, mm-hmm. but this falls back in and then out of uh, that acoustic kind of mm-hmm. vibe. But oof, man, the crescendo on this this song alone is just and the bass shines through really nicely yeah, with that riff. Yes, and I don't think it does on on anywhere else on the record. No, it's, so that it's was kind of washed out the rest of the record. Yeah, I don't know if he's just hanging on to those uh, chords uh, that they're strumming, but this one he really comes through nicely even though the rest of the instruments around them are very pummeling and just kind of, you know, your classic uh, Pelican uh, mm-hmm. approach to, to metal. But yeah, this was, this was a fantastic song and just a great record all around. I, I need to pick it up. Oh yeah. This would be a good, good pickup on vinyl, but no, I agree. Um, it was a weird, it's just, that was my feeling on it. Like I love the bookends. Uh, I definitely agree. The first half seemed very, I think I said it when we were talking about the the one of the singles, but um, first half just seemed kind of like standard formulaic Pelican, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it's really like that back half that just like like whoa okay. It yeah, just, they, I, I don't know. I don't like know I said, I think it might have it might be because of the the singles 
uh, Cold Hope and Midnight and Mescaline were in the first half. So yeah. I already knew those songs. I had listened to them so much. Um, and I don't even think WST was that long of a track. It's like three and a half, um, I think. Yeah. Abyssal Plane was, was good. It's a great, great track. but Which one? Between uh, Abyssal Plane and the track That three. one's crazy. Like that fucking speed metal, like drum yeah see what i mean see what i mean though like we both said that we like wst we both like a a a abyssal plane and that all that leaves is midnight and mescaline and cold hope no no no. i still count it stared at me i that's i'm serious okay that's that's where i marked like the transition of it getting interesting and like actually picking up and 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 giving me that i don't know i don't know what it is like again it's not a bad first half it's just no it wasn't as interesting as the second half like that whole back end really just kind of takes you on a a very nice trip. Yes, agreed. So, but I think that's why I like goes. it. Stared at me so much. It's just like a very different Pelican track. Very different. Like I got like vibes of like uh, Red Sparrows and Grails. Mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. like it just had this strange kind of eerie. And then the title track, the title of the track alone, kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, added to that. Like it stared at me. Like I was looking into like a a fucking. I don't know. It, I think it. I think <laughs> it, it just reminded me, me of this because I've just been listening. I'm still listening to it so much of Alaskan tapes, but like where they lay, it, it's like one of his tracks off that last record. Kind of reminded me of like yeah, nice something like that. Yeah, no, I love it. It was great. Yeah, check that. Check that record out. Uh, Nighttime stories. Good old Pelican. Yes, sir. This next track is actually yours, which we talked pre uh, <laughs> previously before jump before we hit record. And I was a little surprised <laughs> about your reaction to it. Um, yeah, so, uh, oh, hang on. Sig, hey. Sorry, got the window. I think I told you in our bedroom, we have like a floor <laughs> she, to ceiling window. And she's just, it looks right down on <laughs> this like path. So yeah, she's good. And see, she's so weird. I, I think she's a racist dog because there's some dogs she's like <laughs> fucking hates. And I don't know if it's their color, if it's like the breed. <laughs> hey, see, she, some dogs just get her so worked up and. I don't get it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, Lights Out Asia. Um, oh, my goodness. Or is it? Maybe this is just Lights Out Asia, how she reacts to it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gets her emotional. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think I found Lights Out Asia. Um, I've actually been working on – I need to share it with you, actually. I've been working on a Spotify playlist called Expansion. And okay. I've just been listening to a ton of stuff in this realm, sort of. And I think I just was started some radio station to pick up stuff like this to get more onto that playlist. And this was something that came up. Um, looking them up, it looks like they are no longer together, unfortunately. Not, I think the last thing they put out was um, 2012. Um, but it's just two guys that were doing this project, like an electronic ambient think they say post rock somewhere this is probably the least like post rock track of theirs but um it's definitely more on their electronic side of things but i think that's why i liked it so much was because i got i just felt so many different vibes um you know i i feel like with the the drum track i hear like kind of old school album weave and i love the for sure i love that that main melody that's over on the keys and it just kind of it kind of drifts in and out of so many different like influences that I can hear at least, and I think that's why I enjoy it so much. And then it just comes in with that random vocal that I, yeah, I really sure really that was, like. It was pretty um, random. 
because it's yeah it's not it's almost like a sample but it's just like like a singing sample you know because it's just that i think he sings like two or three lines yeah it's and like a, the whole thing he's he's using a vocoder but it, yeah it kind of yeah. comes out randomly i just lost your feed brah you lost my feed yeah, oh that was my fault. sorry that was my fault i think i said not that our listeners can see what we see but. <laughs> my live feed <laughs> <laughs> the winds are a little bit higher there in Marina del Rey than we expected. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, well, looks like we have some technical oh, oh, difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as far as how, what I felt from this song, um, it at first I was like, what, is this like a, is he going to ask me to take a deep breath, you know, in through the nose, <laughs> out through the mouth, go into Savasana, you know, and then the beat kicked in and I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of like a... Um, I don't know. I, I think I mentioned this to you last time that I'm trying not to constantly say, oh, this reminds me of, or this reminds yeah. me of this or that, because I'm trying to experience their music. Yeah. But this definitely brought feelings of albumly for sure, but also Arms and Sleepers, which is a very yeah. strong, solid uh, uh, producer, two dudes that produce this kind of style of music. So once I got that after my initial feeling i just kind of checked out of the song Mm -hmm. um when the when that vocoder vocal came in though i was like wait a minute something something's different here so i enjoyed the rest of the track after that but at first it was just like oh okay well i kind of feel like i'm going into a meditation here i don't know and then this honestly i got like a little 65 days of static like in this next part especially with that synth um i think i like I, don't know. I think there's like a fine line between the ambient music I like and I listen to versus like the ambient music most like new age people listen to. Oh my god. Like I cannot stand Enya, right? <laughs> but she's ambient music. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I like uh you know, I I don't know, there's there's a fine line I guess for me in my head for that kind of stuff. And this this almost fell into Enya territory and I just, but this I just whole last that half, like you said, happens, right, like right, right. No, I'm saying that like I enjoyed the last half because, you know, it, it ended up pulling in those influences like you mentioned. Yeah. Overall, it just, yeah. I hear cool. you. All right. I, I'll, I'll check out some more for sure, but. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Speaking of interesting, yeah. this next one's pretty interesting to me. <laughs> and only, well, like, go ahead. This is yours. I've mentioned them before. I don't know if I've mentioned them to you on this podcast no, you have. before. We actually. just haven't actually like gone this deep, I think. Okay. So I thought for some reason I thought these guys were done cuz they, they hadn't released anything in several years. I really enjoy their music. I think it's kind of and maybe it's because I've seen a few videos of them live. They look nothing like how they sound. Um but it is very uh in your face and not asking for you to really give your attention but they're demanding your attention with how they produce their music so vocally it's very shouting there's not really any singing to it you know what it um, reminded me of it reminded me of like what? a very kind of 90s industrial like nine inch nails maybe and maybe this track for sure Especially i can definitely get that in. <laughs> their other stuff though is not like that it's like they were doing that with like acoustic instruments so like you know hmm. electric guitars actual drums and stuff yeah this song was very produced and I was actually going to tell you that I really, I'm really curious uh, if that's how they intended the song to sound, or if there's actually raw recordings of this track that they then turned into this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they remixed a track themselves. Oh. Um, one, one, one reason why I had that feeling was because, like, I don't know if you're into a perfect circle, 
Um, I never really but got they, into them. Okay, they had a song on one of their albums that they released that was very industrial, like mm-hmm. almost Nine Inch Nails esque. But then they released another album where they released the full version of that, and it was all recorded like acoustically, like original music. Yeah, you know, just like a, like they all got into the studio and recorded it. I actually really enjoyed that first version of it. So I'm wondering how they approached writing this song or if this is going to be like foreshadowing of their music moving forward yeah. because there is that strong industrial uh, thing to it. But I'm really interested in what the guitarist is doing, like that weird sound in the background. Yeah. yeah. Um, the vocalist lyrics, lyrical content's always really strange. <laughs> and again, I just kind of like how he, I don't know, in a very punk manner, really demands your attention and grabs it whether you like it or not like he's it's gonna make you feel something one way or another yeah it w- i would be, i would be interested to see them for that reason yeah so by the way this is this band is girl band uh two words girl band and uh the song is called shoulder blades one it's word just a random yeah one <laughs> word <laughs> good call uh it's just a random single they released and it's a little different than their other stuff as far as as lance pointed out the heavy electronic uh, uh, vibe to it, but I don't know. These guys, I, I can put on at certain times and just let it flow. I love the attitude. Ooh, it's a good way of putting it. I do too. But you know, his vocal, his cadence is very like, uh, almost like, like you would recite a child's, uh, I would not want my child listening to vocals not, like not not exactly. It's just I'm talking about the cadence. How he always, his cadence is always almost similar. Like the way he delivers his. Do you know what I mean? No, do you know what I'm getting at. Do, give me a rendition. Go, go. <laughs> no, I'm good. No, get, I'm say good. his we'll lyrics that for later. in Fuck a child you. manner. You. Do it. Go, ready and go. No, I think Stop I'm giving you. <laughs> go and go. <laughs> uh, no, I I I think I understand what you're saying. Um, now I'm just trying to hear it like <laughs> if I was reading it has like a very sing-songy flow to it but it's not I don't know I don't know someone out there tell me you, you get what I'm saying because I don't know I, I love this I love this band girl band great no it was interesting I like no it was a uh, good call for the playlist I liked it it's definitely different I think out of all of the rest of this playlist which it just stuck out oh you- it's definitely stuck out on us on this playlist so for sure, oh, I, I knew it was gonna stick out too, uh, but I don't know. I, I just yeah, and he always well, does some weird shit with his vocals. Like it's always something. Like in this song, the thing that stuck out to me is every time he says Dutch gold. <laughs> it's usually like distorted, and I don't know. I'm a dork. <laughs> You're a dork. I don't know why that just Pay reminds me of like to... that annoying way that like female vocalists have like have been doing since Adele. And I can't do it. You know what I'm talking about. They have that weird accent that they sing in. They don't really talk like that. I don't know what you mean. <sighs> People listening will know what I mean. I just wish I could do is it. Is it like, okay, is it, is it, is it similar? Like, I can't, like, it's more like, wait, a, wait, wait, oh, wait, like wait. A, like, is it, is it similar to how every foreign movie that Americans make, they always speak in a really shitty British accent, <laughs> even if it's like, I think they're representing Germans, <laughs> like, or, or Norwegians I, or, you know, Asians. It's always in like a fake British horrible I think, accent. Yeah, yes. I think, yes. And even I think even you're thinking like of period, correctly. Period just, pieces. Yes. Like period pieces like Gladiator. Like, why are they talking about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what happened? Pretty sure what the Romans this? didn't speak like Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they all, but I still he's Australian, it. but 
yeah, he's. It's just. Yeah, I think I know. What you're oh, dude, about. Australian, British, same thing. I mean, come on. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, sorry to our listeners if you're from there. <laughs> I'll have to check that. I don't think we've had any listens in Australia yet. Definitely in Europe, but okay. Well, but speaking of bands, we're not, gonna, we're not going to. Speaking so. of bands that what? Not going to what? Like do a live show in Australia? That'd be dope. No, we're not going to get any listeners from there after that call. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, but speaking of bands that haven't released shit in a very long time and thought they were done this next song first of all we we have talked like long ago like on episode one and two talked about like all the old stuff that we, you and i listened to that we were i was kind of sh- like chariot and shit like that Did, were you an ever an ad cities burn fan no okay have you ever li- heard of them before yes okay i was a huge ad cities burn fan they weren't that far from dallas so they were pretty <laughs> shut up shut the fuck up Christopher <laughs> they are from Louisiana they were huge in Dallas like when the scene started I mean these guys started in 2002 I think um so they were just huge and I mean they played tons of shows in Dallas so I don't know I was always a big fan um they hadn't done anything since 2009 so literally 10 years um ago they broke up and they're back together and the brothers are back together and they released this dope fucking new album I tried to stay away from the singles and I did until this album came out uh, oh really you didn't even no I think I maybe listened to 2020 AD why did why did you take that approach with this record um, I mean, I, obviously they I usually like them do. a lot I would imagine you would I usually do just because I like to hear it like kind of like what happened with Pelican like I think if I hadn't listened like I got I was very once I heard uh, uh, Midnight Mescaline yeah I, not that I got I just not like discouraged but it was like oh man if this is like what we've been waiting for for six years just like another very similar sounding Pelican album I got I was just a little like eh, okay but if I had okay. waited and kind of listened to it in context maybe I would have been like oh there was that one song that was like very Pelican but like they had this whole other aspect that you know what I mean. Like it just maybe would have been different. I see what different. you're saying. Yeah. So I, that's why I usually try to avoid singles if I know an album's coming because I want to listen to everything in context and yeah. I want to hear how they how they chose to tell the story and all that stuff. And so I'm really glad I did on this one. Um, it's nothing. I will say it's like nothing um, revolutionary, but I think that's what I love about it. It's very, it's got a very nostalgic scene, like early day scene feel. And I, I think that's what I really like about it. Like, it's still his, like, TJ still, like, got that same scream that I always really loved. And I'm a huge fan of um, his brother, like, the brother that does the clean vocals. I don't know. It was, like I said, it's nothing like, whoa, haven't heard that before. But it was just like, yeah. it just took me back to those days. And I think that's why I like it. It's just a very nostalgic album, I think, to me. I will I will definitely agree with you on the nostalgia feeling. Um, but that's why the very first thing I said to myself uh, when I listened to this song was, how old are these guys? <laughs> like, because it was so, like, even this part, like this, yes. like, slow down. I was like... I feel like I'm listening to the first Under Oath record, which was yes. way back. Like, I was like, like 02, 03. Yeah, exactly. And then I started thinking about, wait, no matter that, like, even if it's like a, a record stuck in time, 
what don't I like about it? Because there's there's other artists within this realm that I absolutely love. I loved Brand New. Mm-hmm. I loved Thrice. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I didn't see with this band, and I I gotta say I'll, I'll admit I didn't really dive into their cat- catalog as much as I did with those two uh, uh, bands I mentioned before, but there was no evolution. It's like, and I think this record proves it that they're stuck in that sound. Yes. And I just was like, there is no, there was no evolution. There was nothing like they weren't challenging no. it or themselves. And maybe they're just making the music they love and, and want and they have every right to. I just artistically and, and, and creatively, I didn't see that evolution. And, and it just, I don't know. I don't think I was into many more bands beyond, um, brand new and thrice yeah. and, and kind of few. select few main players in that, that mm-hmm. genre at the time. So, um, this band just, I knew a few people that were really into it. And for some reason I felt like they were religious in some way, or they had some type of religious connotation kind of floating around them was cause they I were definitely they associated with same, a, Yeah. Definitely associated. See, just like you were going to say, yeah. Cause I, everybody I, I knew that listened to them also listened to Norma Jean, yeah, yeah. you know, chariot, like we were talking about, um, all of those bands within that scene. And I just, I don't know. I didn't get into it. So yeah, listening to this, I was but just, that like, was a, you, you put it the best way possible that it, <laughs> it for sure is a record stuck in time. That's I think that's the best way to put it. It, that's, it's yeah. my knock and my love on it. It's both what I love and hate about it. Like I wish they would have given us their 2019 version of it, but they definitely gave us their 2006 version of it. Yeah, like this is this is the record they were going to release before they broke yes. up. That they never got it out, and this is now it. So, like, I, I think that just puts an excl- exclamation point on my response to them, which is, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way so, to leave it. I like it. And that's fine. That's <laughs> no, fine. Totally. Like, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, no, you know, I, I can only imagine. You know what it's like to get back with the same dudes. If it is all the same guys, because I know that they had several lineup changes, I believe. I think I read it was could three, be at least three. Of, I know that it's the two brothers who are the two front men and then the dr- same drummer. I can't remember if it's the same bassist or not. Yeah. But anyway. But nostalgia for sure. Like it brought yeah. me back to those days and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. This weird time machine, <laughs> you know? Dude, speaking of a so. weird time machine, we were just like nailing these fucking segues today. This next song <laughs> definitely put me in a time machine at least. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. And by far my favorite song of this band I've heard yet. Oh, this is a fun. This is a fun track, yeah. and it's not. So this is froth. Um, as anybody who I've talked music with would know, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, I just, I just absolutely love them. Um, they're like an experimental, um, now a three piece psychedelic. Out of LA. Is that kind of fair? Huh? Like psychedelic, shoegazy. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. So they like started the off, time machine, it was like, hmm. yeah, they started off like their first two records uh, with a very strong shoegaze garage rock uh, vibe, and then the last two records got really experimental with electronics and synthesizers. And I feel like this record is more of a stripped down version of what they explored at, explored with in their last record. Uh, this song is called A Two, and I think it really captures the kind of vibe of the record. There's these driving moments. Um, and the vocals, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I really like the jammy feel of this song. Yeah, and how it too. picks up and just carries on. And um, if I am correct, I think this is actually technically part two of the song before it. So there was an interview with, with uh, Juju, the vocalist, 
where his he played this record for his dad and the very first song or the song before this called dialogue i guess it went straight into this song and his dad told him something like well maybe people don't want a noisy ending to a song hmm. so he decided for his dad he'll actually separate this which was intended to be the ending of the track before it so it kind of starts off that way it just starts out of nowhere and then carries through and it's almost like a a jammy song where the vocals come in towards the end and they're not even like the highlight of the track it's just whatever vibe they're building on right here yeah um the record is called duress uh, it was released really recently and yeah man i just really love this record the track after it department head's really good and apparently it, it fetishizes like office life mm-hmm. just working for you know the machine and putting in the time and yeah feeling important i guess um but this band's great. I'm going to see them next week at Valley Bar. So I'm really stoked. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, man. Post some, post some vids on the Waves account. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're, they're just getting weird with their stuff, and I feel like they're getting uh, very comfortable with their sound. And like I said, they're, they're now a three-piece, and I think their drummer was going to leave at some point. But they got him to stay, and now they're killing it. So um, his sister, the vocalist's sister, I believe it's Sasami is the name. Um, she's really good. She was the keyboardist for King Tough. Oh. Um, so if you're into the psychedelic garage rock thing, you know King Tough probably, more than likely. And his keyboardist on his last tour is the sister of, of this gentleman here. So got a very musical family. <laughs> very good, too. She's really, really good. Yeah. So check I her out, King too. Tough. But Froth is great from L.A. They're going on tour soon. Duress is out. Um, yeah. Check them out, man. Totally. Yeah, I really dug it. Um, like I said, I like that um, that kind of this is pro- I like this is like this is definitely my type of garage rock. Nice. I just like that really awesome like but simple like rhythm melody guitar and just that really jammy like psychedelic, you know, little hints that they drop over it. Yeah, it's kind of fun how they just take a very simple simple line and then just add and add and add mm-hmm. and add and let it kind of just explore itself and like <laughs> explore itself. <laughs> um, I know that's what you like touch about itself. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just, it, it rides really nicely. And I, oh, I do it like does it ride very nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good shit, man. Speaking of Still. riding nicely. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> this, nice, this song rode very nicely through my ears. I was curious Boom. as to what your opinion was. This is my was. favorite song that you put on here. Oh my god, this record is fucking insane, dude. Uh, so this is Futuro Paco, self-titled record. The only record out by this dude, and it is a dude, apparently. One guy? Um, yeah, so apparently this guy is part of another band, which I haven't listened to just yet. Um, I can pull that up in a second, but yeah, this record, just like you were saying of the other bands uh, that we mentioned really blends so many genres mm-hmm. together and makes something that's that's I don't know man I don't think I've ever heard anything similar to this um, quite similar to this like this is just it's like psychedelic oh my I god wait I think I'm reading like the best description of it right now okay great come on oh why is this scrolling weird okay it's it's a wet enigmatic cocktail of part 1970s Italian library music, part Krautadl... I don't even know what the fuck that is. Beat galore and part riff-driven heavy psych. 
Kraut, K-R-A-U-T or something like that. Yeah, Krautalicious. Yeah, Krautalicious. Definitely, because Kraut Rock essentially is consisting of like very driving beats that don't Dude, necessarily that change. Fucking organ, though. Yeah, I know that's so fucking rad, <laughs> and it's like. I can see them sitting at like one of these like funeral home organs just jamming this thing <laughs> yeah, out, yeah. you know? Like fuck. I know dude. what this song um, needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man, this song oh my gosh. This kicks ass. Um, this whole fucking record was released last year. Um, this isn't the very first song on this record. I was like, what the fuck is this? Holy shit. Takes you through the entire thing, man. Everything about this record is just fire, man. I want more from this guy. I, I, I didn't even take a look at the, the what band he's from. I forget. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Whatever this is, I think, needs to be out there more. And I I hope this person's going to be touring on this because it definitely deserves that attention. And anybody that's into psych rock, psych rock garage rock. Um, Golden Void? Fucking, Does that ring a bell? Maybe that's it. I know it was gold something. That's what it says. He's a drummer and okay. composer of Golden Void. Thrill Jockey so in parentheses? I don't know what that is. That's the record label. Oh, okay. Um, but, I, yeah, so I, I'm definitely going to check them out. But for this, holy fuck, this record is really, 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 yeah, really, I haven't, really, 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 really. <laughs> haven't uh, taken a dive into the record yet, but fucking love this song. You, like, the, shocked me with this one pleasantly. Oh, man, I could, there was, a, there was a handful of songs from this record I wanted to throw on here, but I felt like this one just started off right away straight from the gate really gives you an idea of the music i mean he's doing some weird shit here it's like real ambient psychedelic and then cuts back into it mm-hmm. like i i feel like i don't know man it's just funky as fuck yeah um did you ever listen to um what's that band's name shit no i never listened to zex marquis wait what zex Mar- zex marquis no I thought you said Bismarcky. <laughs> <You know. laughs> That's funny. That's pretty similar, though. Zex Marquis is a uh, band out of, I think it's El Paso. Oh. Um, they uh, fe- it features members or family members of uh, uh, Omar Rodriguez. I do. I was seriously thinking at the drive-in when you said. I always think about the drive-in when you say El Paso. That's fucking yeah, hilarious. So, so the percussionist for the Mars Volta. It's a band that he started with. Uh, I believe. A f- cousins or brothers of his and he's i think he's the brother of omar rodriguez oh. but it's very much like this just a little more synth driven i wonder like, if he was in that uh what was that project omar did it's like the anti-mask or something no i think it had his name in it oh uh, no um i think it was something project um, wasn't it well yeah it's his uh omar rodriguez project like it's but it's like he has a think a an album called No Buffalo or something like that. I'm trying to look it up. I wonder if you I was just wondering that would make sense if he was in that if he was in that project. Um anyways. Wait, here it is. Not sure. I'm trying to look it up. Oh Omar Rodriguez Lopez group. <laughs> yes, no, that's I mean, it though. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And yeah. Psychedelic rock. Yeah. I bet he was, he had to be involved in that. Anyway. Yeah, so Zex Marquise is really good. Uh very catchy. Very similar in that same vein as that, uh, Future Opaco. So if any of you dug Future Opaco, really check that record out. Self-titled, one word, Future Opaco. And also check out Zex Marquis um, outside of El Paso. I don't think they're making anything. Spell anymore, it without but, looking at it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's what, How are our <laughs> listeners that? supposed to look at it if they don't know? 
I will add it to the playlist. Hey Siri, Let's... play Zex Marquise. See, she thought I said Jack Marquet. <laughs> All right, I'll look. Hey right Siri, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Just saying, it'd be good to know. Zex Z E C H S Marquise M A R Q U I S E. Thank you. See how hard was that? They, they have a record called "Getting Paid," dude. Speaking of getting well, paid, dude. No, uh, <laughs> hold on. So since I'm talking about them, I'm just gonna play a song from them. Oh, fine. Uh oh. Uh oh. Going off the cuff. Uh-oh. Is that a good idea? I don't know. What's up? What's up? That doesn't look like it. Do 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 do. Watching Chris play with his iPad Pro. Really sucks because I want one too. Da, 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 da. So this is, a, this is a big letdown. I can't find it. That's pretty much your entire life. <laughs> mean to me. Because <laughs> I love you. I've told you this. It's like if we were, if you were a girl and I was a boy on the playground in like first grade. <laughs> If you were a boy. I'd kick you in the <laughs> shin and run away because that's how I'd let you know I love you. You are a dick. <laughs> you, sir, are a dick. That's okay. You spelled it for them. They can go find it. No, I'm going to find it. We will take this opportunity to hear from our sponsors. Me undies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be dope. I'll cut all this out. I just, now it's bothering me. I mean, you know how I feel about cutting stuff out. Plus I'm vamping. Oh, so well, let's take a call from one of our listeners, Pete in orange County. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Hi guys. I was just wondering if you could play some Zex Marquise, not to be confused with John Marquet. (laughs) 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 Why? Yes. John in orange County. Christopher just pulled it up on his iPad pro. This one's for you, buddy. <laughs> See, you don't have to cut anything out now. Now go. <laughs> I love you, Lance. This is on their uh, band camp. Again, and I think probably misspelled it before, but it's Z-E-C-H-S-M-A-R-Q-U-I-S-E. Well, I can see. Wait, so re- remind me of the uh, connection again. Ooh. I said it's somewhat similar. It is. Psychedelia and these really groovy beat driven sitar like melodies. Yeah. Right? Kind of sounds sitar ish. A little bit, yeah. So it features Marcel Rodriguez Lopez, who was in Mars Volta. Nice. Makes sense. Very nice guys. Makes sense. So now that we wasted your time. (laughs) (laughs) And he, when he says your, he means me. Yes. And you ruined my That's segue I mean. into the next one. Because you said something about hard. And I was like, oh, speaking of hard. Yeah, this This track. is the most random so, thing. Because if memory serves, this is not how I pictured this band at all. Exactly. And that's why I brought it okay, up. Okay, good. Because I was like, I really hope I'm thinking of the right one. Because this is not what yeah, I remember no, <laughs> at I've, all. We, I've mentioned this band before. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. Whoa, turn around and look at your dog. <laughs> hey, no crap. Talk. What I got to go get this do? from her. Hang on. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was a 
standing on the sofa and Lance is now, oh, she looks like she was drinking out of a mug that was sitting on an end table. Okay, where are, where are we? <laughs> Catch me up. What'd I miss? I just broke down everything that just happened. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, this is a band from Australia. They're insane. But aren't they normally I, like a psychedelic, like yes, shoegazy so band? They're, they, but they do crazy shit. Because my favorite record by them, they use microtones, uh, which is very not, it's not, they don't use any scales within the American music, like what we know as scales and notes. It's really insane. Why so, are they Australian? <laughs> yes yes they are um they i don't know they're just insane like they they have add and they can't stick with one genre they explore it they exploit they're it good on and them move on i know and this is their metal album that's coming out soon and this song is called self-immolate and it's just like what the fuck are these guys on this is insane i saw them at desert days last year and it was they just oh man it's how they were able to flip through all of these genres and it's so much energy running from one side of the stage to the next. There's two drummers, like ton of them on stage. And I think last year, it was it last year, 2017, they released five records. <laughs> insane. So insane. random. And this is like them doing Metallica better than Metallica does Metallica. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey. <laughs> careful, it is. careful. <laughs> Can't stand Metallica. This shit. <laughs> This shit, I can't. I, I this, I, I love this part. I'm a huge fan of like when the vocals follow the melody, the riff. Yeah, the riff. Yeah. Um, yeah. These I guys are that. great, man. No, just so they so have another surprising. song, another, another single called Planet B, uh, which is very similar to this, but this one just takes you from fucking one end to the next. That that vocal kind of annoys me, but I think it fits. It's, yeah, and it's, like, it's crazy dude, they can actually already. they can actually sing really well too. So it's again just really funny to hear them come out with this hilarious. Like it's, it's like they don't take good. themselves seriously, yeah. and they again they find a genre, they explore it, exploit it, move on. Like they just fucking yeah. No, I'm stoked it's for the awesome. Record. No, I'm so excited now too. That's so hilarious to know that they just like I. I thought you honestly were going to tell me that they just decided to put out like a metal single, like, but to know that they're doing an entire album. Now I'm yeah. really excited. I mean, it's an, yeah, it's an entire album. And I mean, so yeah, they, if you haven't heard yeah. them before, go back and listen to some of their older shit and then go back and listen to this song. <laughs> it's <laughs> like what? a completely different band. Yeah, totally I mean, is it, done with the same ex- amount of skill, but just it, it, it's, it's so insane that they're, I don't even know where they would begin to just, ah, man, they're, they're fantastic. Fantastic. Australia is one crazy. Oh, you're serious. Place. I was joking. No, I'm dead serious. Oh, they all from Australia. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Just like Tame Impala. Hmm. I love Tame Impala. Speaking of interesting, this uh, <laughs> this next song that we're going to be playing is actually sent into us from a Waves of Sound Pod Twitter follower, Ooh. Connor Walsh, at poor underscore penmanship. If you want to go check him out on the Twitter, <laughs> nice in the Twitter world. Um, but yeah, young Mr. Connor sent this to us. Um, so we really appreciate that. Um, yeah, this is a band called Expiration of a Young Man. And they are from Cairo, Egypt. This is a first release of them that came out on June 1st of this year, 2019. And... 
This is the actually the first track off said EP called Debating with the Devil Whether to Die or Not. <laughs> actually, I think this is like, the second track because I'm looking at it right now and Great Entropy is the first track on Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was... <laughs> fuck you, Spotify. Confusing me with the yeah, man, popular I, yeah. versus the actual record. Um, okay, well, it's their most popular song on Spotify. <laughs> and no, like, yeah, of course it is because it's a great track. I really enjoyed it. It is. And I, um, I wouldn't have listened to this, you know, any other... If I had saw the record cover, like, I wouldn't have... I know. I probably would have skipped right over it, to be honest. I know. <laughs> Come on. But it's all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll give it a slide since it's the first release. Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> because this track here is, is, I mean, I was, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, just how they, the composition of, of how they carried it, that piano line. Um, yeah, the keys set them apart. Sure, for sure. So you and said the bass line, yeah. super solid bass line. Yeah. And just, the way they just layer on top of that and just let it evolve. Right, like I feel like I'm kind of with them on this exploration. Very, or- yeah, yeah, totally. It's a very organic kind of way the the song kind of flows and, and builds and, and, and carries through through the ends. Um, and I think you were saying before, like it's not like overly saturated with right, right. So like it, it doesn't feel too experimenty. It's true, yes. But even then, like uh, speaking of like every instrument separately, you know, separating each instrument out from the whole none of them are doing anything that's too you know out there that's that's like demanding your attention or anything like that like the piano is super simple yes. but it almost seems like everybody's kind of following that piano line um, and everything kind of just serves the song and I think that's what helps kind of solidify that organic feeling of how the song goes and sways in between and out of these different um, sections or these different movements of the track and um definitely glad that somebody recommended it because like i said i would have skipped right over it and didn't think anything of it especially with the title of the song i know um <laughs> you know it's yeah they have several songs with like did you see the meeting between the two kings question mark no i didn't i did not <laughs> but i'm sure i'll hear about it from you <laughs> yeah. so yeah i need to check the rest of the record out uh but i really enjoyed it and shit man we need yeah more no it's really good the rest of the re- yeah no yes please keep sending in recommendations uh we can never get too many of those but yeah no the rest of the record is just as solid uh high on the geiger, geiger counter i think is one another one of my favorites um yeah i just love the i love the natural raw feeling that they have um just on the production value you know i feel like i'm kind of you know if i didn't know any better they were in the same room doing it old school and recording all at once. Yeah, um, definitely. I definitely get that vibe. But it still has a professional sound to it. Yeah. Like, again, pretty pretty impressed that this is a, a first go around. For sure. I, I definitely agree. Um, and like I said, I, I wouldn't have looked at it, um, given it a second look. But actually kind of looking at the titles of this record or these songs and looking at the, the cover, isn't it Geiger Counter like a... That reads like radiation and yes. shit. Yeah. For so, a nuclear bomb, which yeah. is going off on the album. Yeah. And then the third track, Rejoice, the City is Burning. That was pretty dark, man. That's pretty, it's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are deep. I mean, the name is Expiration of a Young Man. Right? It's just, yeah. I you mean, might as well be called Death of a Young Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, and you said they're from uh, Egypt? Cairo. I don't think I know of any other bands Cairo. that I listen to from, from Egypt, so that's pretty sweet. Not me. I dig that. Digged it a lot. So, again, thank you, Mr. Connor. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate this was a This was an awesome wreck. For sure. Um, but now, now for our main... Now it's time for the main <laughs> event. <laughs> <laughs> and the millions listening around the world. <laughs> watch Bruce out, Bruce. Buffer was my shit. Yeah, but yeah. Watch out, Bruce. Lance coming for you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, dude. WCW was the shit back in the day. <laughs> my dad took me. Man, WCW. Dude, I saw Rey Mysterio and Kidman in the flesh. It was Jeez. dope. Uh, anyway. I feel, featured artist. I feel weird knowing all of that. So, about me? No, all, all, <laughs> that, what you're talking about. I know all. Oh, of that. <laughs> get, get new, getting all these references. I got that flashback, dude. Uh, what's the original uh, song that he stole it from? That Hogan walked out when he was in NWO. <laughs> dude, that song was playing while I was at my barber yesterday. That's all I could hear. And see Hogan coming out in the <laughs> black and white. <laughs> You're such a dork. I can see you walking out there with a the playing air guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I see fucking Vince McMahon. Oh Jesus! With yes, his, kicking his legs out, dork. <laughs> uh, we digress. Anyway, main feature. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Super excited that. on this one. No. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure I found these guys. Um, off on an exploration trying to grab songs for another one of these playlists I'm making and um yeah I <laughs> I knew I was well I didn't know I was hoping that when I added this it would be one of those like Chris is mad that I showed him this band <laughs> kind of a thing has that ever that, happened I mean I feel like deep down you're like <laughs> I hate that Lance showed me this band <laughs> Like with uh, American Dollar or, you know, shit like that. We're like, how did I not know? How did Lance know I, about this I, before No, me? I was more mad at myself. Like, <laughs> like I listened to it and I was like, of course, me. this makes sense. Like, of course, of course, <laughs> Chris, you fucking idiot. But what I was really hoping for was that you'd be like, dude, we can we make this the featured song and reach out to them? And then you did exactly that <laughs> and did exactly. You fell right into my trap. <laughs> It no, it didn't make sense to me that you already didn't reach out. Like I had looked at her Instagram, I well, looked at every which way we contact bands, and I was like, "What the fuck? Why is <laughs> is he not going to ask? Well, we, is he not going to like mention anything? Do I need to say something?" And then when I had, we uh, don't really have a process. No, we don't of like we finding don't. our featured artist or song. We that's usually like ad hoc. But after usually, we build our playlist usually like, we are featured. Usually we we go to each other. and We're like, "Oh man, we should definitely like this. I think this should be our featured." Usually we come out and say it, but this track I was like, "Why, why, why, what?" I wanted you. I wanted you to want it to be our featured, and you did. And on top of that, like just where that song, that specific song you showed me, where that song was positioned on the record, I was like, "This feels like a closing track," but for some reason they put it on the beginning. It's the very opening track, and that's so not anyway, a bad thing. That's not a bad. Thing. This is uh, this is an artist called Feed Me to the Waves, which is perfect for the Waves of Sound Pod. And they are from Sweden. I wish I knew how to say it correctly. Vastres. 
B-A-S-T-E-R-A-S, Sweden. Um, yeah, so I originally added the first track, which is called The Permian. And uh, it was kind of funny because when I reached out to them, they said, well, which track are you going to use? And I said, well, it's... And I asked you. I was like, well, I partial to the one I sent. And then the this other one, track four which is called It's Really Nice Weather Down Here, came up, and you had suggested that one. And then when it came down to it, we're like, we're just going to go with that one. But the band themselves said Permian is their favorite one. It's a great track. It's a great track. track. Yeah. I I really Um, enjoyed it, like I said. So the whole album is great. I think I listened to this whole thing front to back like four or five times in a row. Like I just... I just let it play. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a very, there's definitely, definitely, I think I've described other artists like this sometimes, but they do have that traditional post-rock feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they add, I think we've also said this about maybe one or two other bands. They, they, they just put their own little twist on it, but man, it's just such a professional sound. It's you know, really are, well produced, really well recorded. It is. Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to say there are certain parts of the song that I'm kind of wondering what kind of compression they're using. But uh, it's funny, though, because like, there's another band where I feel like they are in the pocket of the genre that they're you know, playing in, but they do something different that separates them from all these other artists that are also playing that same genre. That other band is Spurve. Oh, they yeah. Do, they, they do post-metal. So when I when you just said that these guys are from from Sweden, I was like, yeah, that makes makes sense because there's a handful of other bands that I listen to that I really enjoy that are from Sweden. There's just like this this different approach to to kind of writing these beautiful um, mm-hmm. um, compositions, and I call them compositions because they feel like that. There's certain movements uh, within the songs that that feel like wow, this is you kind of put whatever you're doing down and just kind of just take note of what the song is doing and where it's going. And the Permian really did that to me. And it, but it felt like a, it felt like it was the calm after the storm. So when I looked at the rest of the record, I was like, wow, that's actually the first track. So I wanted to go, I wanted to listen to it. I knew I was going to listen to this several times, um, based off the cover with the bear. (laughs) 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 Um, but after that, weave your fur. I didn't really get too much from that song. Um, but Open Narrows, I thought was pretty great. chill. Yeah, Open Narrows o- is great. Open Narrows was great. I really loved the the how they also introduced other instruments like the horns and the piano, and it, it's not just you know yes. your, your stringed instruments and all that stuff. But they they also add like uh, orchestral instruments to that song as well, and it really, man, it's just really well thought out. Uh, and the last track is what really really got me and. Man, it's solid writing. Isn't it funny they call it a bonus track? I always think that's funny when they, like... Well, uh, I mean, I mean... Like what I makes meant it like a bonus a, track? Yeah, so I wasn't talking about the bonus track. I was just meant, like, it, it's really nice uh, nice weather down here. That track really caught me. But, yeah, it's it's the bonus track that they had on there. I don't I don't know if that's, like, included with physical copies. but uh, Oh, I see. Yeah, the, the I was bonus, wondering what... Yeah, the bonus track on here is called uh, Shutter. So... I really love. Yeah. And the... Um, Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say, like, it really, it's really great record, really well uh, thought out as far as uh, the progressions go with the songs and uh, everything about the, the the record, just the vibe fits. So the, the cover of the record, the name yes. of the songs, the name of the record itself, 
just everything. And I don't know, man, I got some very strong, this will destroy you like fucking, um, vibes, man. Like it's just, it, it definitely felt like they put as much effort into their music as far as the melodies and the large crushing sounds, you know, their crescendos, uh, Mm -hmm. and how, how the choruses of these tracks kind of just bloomed into whatever they, they were. I don't know. I don't know. I really enjoyed this record. Yeah. Not definitely not the format, but I can see what you're saying about the, especially like with the composite, it's very premeditated, well thought out composition. And that's, and they're very beautiful. Like they're very lush and just, just maybe not lush in the same sense as, as, as this will destroy you, which is very like wall of sound. This is recorded differently I, I guess i just mean the movement of the whole song like the songs as yes. a whole the movement kind of pulls you because i don't know if this happens and maybe if it happens to anybody i believe it probably would happen to you that i talk to music about music but like there's like a physical change in me when i hear certain songs like it happens all the time with this will destroy you like yes my heart skips a beat or something you know it sounds dumb but like there's like a physical change in me when I hear certain music and I definitely felt some type of physical kind of like, Whoa, Whoa, what was that? You know, from, no, I, I completely agree. That's yes. I think that's why we all have, no matter who it is, let's, that's what, that's what, that's what young girls feel when they listen to T Swift, you know, it's <laughs> like, but that's why we love, this will destroy you. It's why we love Russian circles. It's why, you know, yeah. our favorites are our favorites. We get that. We just feel connected to that sound, whatever that, story is being told yeah and i felt and i do 100 percent agree i felt i felt a real connection to this band and the way that they're they tell their story anyway i hope we did you justice feed me to the waves uh introducing this i think we're about ready to i'm ready to hear it again oh show <laughs> dog so yeah um thank you so much feed me to the waves for uh letting us feature you guys this is going to be a song you're going to hear from them but first again thank you everybody for listening at waves of sound pod on all the socials follow young connor's uh path send us some suggestions what you guys want us to listen to we'd love to talk about it um yeah christopher i love you so much lancelot always a pleasure (laughs) we're waving at each other but you guys can't see that well done on the finding this this artist and this everything well done on life just (laughs) damn it i was gonna say well done just being you (laughs) you kind (laughs) of stole my thunder (laughs) all right without any further ado this is feed me to the waves track four off of their album before this wilderness consumes us This is their song, It's Really Nice Weather Down Here. And it's really nice being your friend, Christopher Garcia. (laughs) My heart just skipped a beat. My heart. (laughs) The song and our friendship just does so many things. I feel like a young schoolgirl, Lance. (laughs) (laughs) That's my goal. Make you feel that way every time. Okay, here's the track. Uh, Thanks again, Feed Me to the Waves. Enjoy, everybody. Thanks, everyone. See you next time, Chris. Later, man.